Adventures, everybody. I'm Melissa Bonsack, and welcome to episode 58 of Books Cubed, the show where I chat with the authors that you should be reading. It is Thursday, March 26th, 2020, and I hope wherever you are in the world that you are safe and healthy and happy, and I have my husband looking in on me. <laughs> I'm not going to start over again. <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> if you're on video, that was my husband, Mark. Uh, wherever you are in the world, I hope that you're healthy and happy and all your loved ones are nearby and you are able to get supplies you need uh, because um, I don't remember how long it's been now. I've, I've been home for a while now. It feels like months. Uh, and those of you that are outside the U.S., I know it feels even longer because it hits you all first, uh, but it, it just feels like we've been on lockdown. feels like day 2,759. Um, and it's, it's not, uh, but I hope everything is going well for you. I hope you have all the supplies you need. Um, try not to hoard. It's uh, tempting, but the stores have plenty of things in them. We went this morning and picked up a couple things that we needed, meals for the week, a couple packs of chicken, and a couple rolls of paper towels. So we're set for another week. Uh, but let's, uh, let's get to books. I got a great show for you this week. I am, we are... We are, not just me, uh, I've got my co-host, Lisa Mahoney. We wrote the Roller Prompt series together. There are six books in the series. Uh, mystery, I'm going to forget, mystery, horror, sci-fi, romance, fantasy, and one that's a genre mashup. And um, I've only got this one in my office. I uh, actually don't know where the others are. They're kind of, they've migrated around the house. They're somewhere. Uh, but uh, I'll have links in the show notes if you want to find those books. And what we did, uh, we did this show once before, and I'll have a link for the previous show. I think it was episode 48, uh, but I'll have a link in the show notes. And what we do is we have these roller prompt books where you roll dice and it gives you uh, your prompt for that day. So each book has over 6,000 possibilities and you can kind of mix up pages and things. So this week we were joined by Jeannie Witcherly, Misha Safran, and Joan, I'm going to say your name wrong, Mullars. But anyway, we were, we were joined by them. And I got to say how impressed I was with what these ladies wrote. These, uh, we gave them the prompts right there. Uh, we spent, I think it was 30, 35 minutes. Uh, everybody introduced themselves very quickly, gave them their prompts. They started writing. Lisa and I chat for a few minutes and then the ladies started reading and this is all first drafts and it was great. And as Lisa says in the show, this proves that if you just sit down and write and don't go back and don't think about it and just keep writing, you can come up with amazing stuff. And just like the first time we did this, I want to hear sequels. Well, Jeannie's is kind of a finished story. It, it was good. It was a finished story. But the other two have more that, they can, that the authors can do with them. And just like uh, the previous time we did this, I'm going to tell them, finish writing these because this was good stuff that they were coming up with. So let's get right to it. And um, I will see you after. I'm just going to hit record. We're going to start because they only give oh, us 40 okay. minutes. So everybody go ahead and introduce yourselves. Um, I am Joe Millars. I'm in Palm Beach Garden, Florida. Great. Hi, I'm Jeannie and I'm in East Devon in the UK. Excellent. And Misha, and the, oh, go ahead, Lisa. Yeah. So Misha, you're in California. Okay, and I'm Misha Saffron. I'm in uh, Sacramento, California. Oh, right. fantastic. I, I grew up in Auburn. Well, 
Uh, after I was 12, we moved there. So I went to Sac State. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we can talk about that another time. What we're going to do today is we are going to work from our mystery book. And mainly because I only have two books in my office and one was horror and one was mystery. And I figured you guys <laughs> might want to do uh, mystery instead of horror. Yes. So, um, and all the books are getting, all the books are getting new covers. Um, we're just a couple of weeks away from new gorgeous covers um, that don't look like I did them um, myself. Actually, this is the old version even. We added some cool um, uh, clip art to the side, but um, they're going to look gorgeous in a couple of weeks. So we have got this lovely um, prompt. Oh, shoot. I closed the page. Let me find it again. So what we're going to do is I'm going to, here we go. You're going to roll your dice. Oh, did I turn my light on? Yes, I did. We're going to have you roll your dice, and then I'm going to tell you what your prompt is. No one's going to know what all the different options are. Sometimes people will get the same uh, option, and everybody always writes something different. And if you don't write mystery, if you're a horror writer, you'll bring your own elements to the story, which I, I was worried wouldn't happen, but writers know what they're doing. And we got some really incredible stuff last time. So I'm sure we will this time. So you want to go first, Misha? Sure. Okay. So what we're going to do is you guys will get your, get your three samples and you did your, your dice. I did it. Thank you. If you're looking on <laughs> the, uh, on the video, we have a, if you buy the ebook, we give you all the stuff. So you have all the worksheets and the dice you can uh, print out and cut it at home. Okay. So go ahead and roll for your character. Okay. Six. Okay. You have a survivalist. <laughs> I did not pick the prompt that had a CDC worker. Okay. <laughs> but we got a survivalist. Okay, okay. you're gonna you're gonna roll the dice to find out if you are alone or you have um oh oh you know what? I'm sorry, this is a this is one where you're gonna roll again to see if you are alone or if you have a companion. So go ahead okay. and roll again. Five. Okay, that is odd. Yes. So you get to Oh, I did it wrong. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> we wrote these. I don't know what I'm doing. <clears throat> okay. We're going to go with that though. <clears throat> okay. So you are going to get a, your, your companion is a mall ear piercing kiosk girl. A mall ear piercing kiosk girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Your, your character is not alone, so they do not get an object, but you do, okay. get a, you do get a scenario. So go ahead and roll one more time. Okay. Four. Wow. I, I got all different numbers. Four. Okay. You're unclogging a stopped up sink. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> okay. So you go ahead and get to writing and let's go to Jeannie Nick. Jeannie. Wait, what you, unclogging a what? Oh, I'm sorry. Unclogging a sink. A sink. Okay. Yep. And remember, as you get these prompts, you don't necessarily have to use, you don't have to be unclogging a sink necessarily, but think about all the things that are associated with the mall girl who's at the kiosk, everything she would have. Think about everything a survivalist would have. Think about everything involved with unclogging a sink, and that gives you all your possibilities. So, okay, Jeannie, go ahead and um, roll for your main character. Okay. Cool. Okay, you have a retail store clerk, and because you rolled even, you are alone. I'm sorry, but you do get an object. Ooh. So you can roll one more time. Three. You have a crib. A crib? Yes, and you're going to roll one more time for a scenario. 
on the floor. It, <laughs> oh. Four, four. What number did you get? Four. Okay, you're also unclogging a stopped up sink. Oh. <laughs> okay, so get to writing and let's go to Joan. Okay. Three. Okay, you are a lobster boat captain. <laughs> and because you rolled odd, you get a companion so you can roll again. Okay. Five. You get the mall ear piercing kiosk girl also. <laughs> and because you have a companion, you don't get an object. So let's go roll one more time for a scenario. Okay. Oops. Six. <laughs> it was a six? Six, yes. <laughs> okay. Developing film in a dark room. <laughs> and for all the millennials, film is something that people used to take pictures with long before the iPhone. <laughs> Though I suppose it just says developing film in a dark room. It could be um, camera film also with it, where that's video also it could be either. Okay, so everybody get to writing. And um, we are and just ignore me as we'll talk for a little bit. And whenever anybody gets to where they want to start. Um, you know what I forgot to Anybody keep track of what time we started? <laughs> I was going to write it down and I didn't. Well, it's 10.38 now, so probably 10, about three minutes ago, maybe 10.35. Okay, we'll say 10.35 and then I think it gives us like a 10 minute warning. Yeah. Okay. So um, if you are new to the roller prompt books, as you can see, they have... Um, uh, well, I'm not going to show you because then you'll see the other stuff and we'll let them know afterwards what, what else was available. If you um, wait around to the end, uh, we'll share the rest of it with you and you can do your own prompt, uh, roll your dice and things or do your own prompt and then just reply to this video or to the prompt if you want to share what you've written today. Anybody out there who is bored and wants to play along. Um, so basically there are six genres um, oh God, what are the genres, Lisa? I can't remember. I don't have the books in here. Yeah. So we have, um, we did mystery. We have horror, uh, romance, uh, sci-fi. Um, there's six. Fantasy. So fantasy and then a genre mashup. That's right. So That's the right. genre mashup is the fun one because you can have, um, you know, a zombie and uh, on a spaceship, so <laughs> we can, <laughs> there's, there's all kinds of really kooky combinations. So the genre mashup, I think, is my favorite. You know, it is mine too, actually, and, um, and it currently is our bestseller. So, um, and, and, and uh, for this month it is. Uh, last month it wasn't. It was actually our, our worst seller last month, which I was really surprised about because um, uh, as we were doing these, um, both of us had thought the genre mashup was going to be um, the most interesting one, just because it's a little bit of everything, you know. Yeah. And, it was, and there's so many people out there that write. Um, uh, I, I saw something that was like romantic um, uh, dinosaurs um, in space, it, romance mm. with dinosaurs in space, and I thought, okay, <laughs> that's a little bit of everything. That's a little crazy. And yeah, um, isn't, isn't there some kind of a quote out there that says, I think they're using it in the business world and, and where it says, you know, when you think that your idea might be a little too 
wacky. Just remember, people sat around a table and decided to make a movie about sharks with and tornadoes, like the Sharknado one. You know what I mean? So it's like you, you never dismiss any of your ideas, and I think that's that's where the genre mashup one comes into my mind is that you know what like who says none of this you know can go together oh exactly you know and using that one you may end up coming up with a whole genre that no one else has got any books in and you know if you're there first when you're in the ground floor you sell a lot of more books the the smaller the category is that you're selling your books in, the better you're going to do so it's always good to find you know um you know, the, I don't know. I was going to say the vampire dentist, but I'm sure somebody's done that. <laughs> He's a little too close to your neck. But um, so what I wanted to just share with you is, as you know, um, I, I've, I've come to my library because my internet went out this morning and I wasn't sure if um, if you and I would be rolling the dice and, and trying to write alongside of our wonderful um, guinea pigs here. But um, so I just on my phone found a um a dice roller oh so yeah so that's neat we can put that into your show notes um yeah that sounds great it's um so i you know you can pick how many how many dice you're you're throwing so i picked the one and i just did a quick roll of the die and, and it gave me my first number was a six so um i can roll again and i got a one so um so that might be fun for people who might be you know kind of out and about and they didn't make their wonderful die like uh is it uh sasha is that her name uh or yeah, misha yeah. sorry sorry um <coughs> misha, did, yeah. or um uh have have a die you know i heard i heard that that noise that wonderful noise on their desks when they were really rolling their die but oh um, does the does the app have noise does it you know make what? the dice night well noise? i i don't know because i've got headphones on to hear ah. you <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but i'll test it after i take these off <laughs> yeah and um for um the books are out in um paperback and ebook and so uh either either one that you purchase you can join our um newsletter we have a <clears throat> excuse me once a month i send out a whole new set of prompts that no one else will have seen but people on the mailing list those will eventually end up in uh the next book um but uh like this month i'm writing a um well i won't even tell you i'm not gonna tell you you have to get the book <laughs> you have to buy the ebook or the paperback but uh but once a month we send out i send out or lisa can do them too uh, she's been kind of busy because she's been um teaching so trying to get through all these students and you know i'm just home with the family so um, I've got lots of time on my hands. We actually went out I'm grocery so shopping jealous. this morning, <laughs> and my husband is 60, thank God. So we were able to go out this morning for the senior shopping, and we were able to get a couple rolls of paper towels, which is all I really needed. <laughs> like, just give me two. It's like when I wanted toilet paper. I just wanted four. I had to buy yeah. 12. And that was um, two weeks ago, and they're going to last the rest of my life. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just crazy. And uh, how are how are things? I know you're not too far from me, but you're a couple hours away. How are things where you are? Um, we're st- there's a lot still open. We've still got a lot of traffic. Um, what's what was kind of interesting is um, just north of us in Clay County, they closed the beaches. 
And so this past weekend, what happened is everyone from up there kind of flocked down here. So our beaches were really overwhelmed, overcrowded, and um, kind of prompted a lot of, you know, panic among like the local residents about, you know, this bigger crowded influx of, of people. Um, so, but our, you know, as you know, living in Florida, our governor still hasn't decided that that would be a, a good thing to do. But what they did just do is close the parking lots so that if you're a resident and want to just go walk your dog on the beach, you know, you'll be still able to do that. But they're trying to just dissuade the, the real big gatherings of people that figure out they can just go and party on the beach and, and not take any of this seriously. So. That's good. That's good. We, we were on our yeah. morning walk um, and we saw that we have exercise equipment in our park and they had put, um, you know, those tall orange, they're, they're the snow, we use them up in north to, to keep the snow off the road. So they had them all around the park so people won't be using the equipment. But yeah. at night I see 30 kids playing basketball every night and I just yeah. want to go over and wring their little necks because this is not going to go away if you do not stay inside. Yeah. I saw a really great um, meme that, I, you know, it, it said, I, you know, I feel like I'm in kindergarten and we keep losing recess time because one or two kids won't follow the directions. Yes. Yes. That's what it's like. That is what it's like. <laughs> um, how was everybody doing? Anybody um, got to a point where they want to stop and read or? So it's been just, just about 10 minutes. Yeah. They've been writing. Oh, sorry. Give you a few more minutes. Yeah. A few more minutes. You know what would be fun, actually, I was thinking, uh, Lisa, is um, maybe one of these times we get where we don't do any writing down, but we do a story in the round. Yeah. So you start with the first person and you roll the dice and you find out the character and they give us who the character is and tell us a little about the character. Then the next person rolls whatever's next and then they tell us a little bit more. You know, we just keep rolling and... Um, and just see, and I, maybe I'll write one specifically. We can we can look at writing one specifically for, um, in the round for doing something mm -hmm. in the round, or have maybe ten options, something like that, where you just keep going back. Yeah, and what what might work for that, which we haven't done for any of these books, would be some dialogue starters. So um, because okay. especially if you're doing it in the round and you've got. You know, so maybe your, your first role is, yeah, that first character, and then the second role is the second character, and then the third is maybe a line of dialogue. And so one of them has to say it to the other one, and then it could kind of morph into a dialogue-driven story. I like that. Yeah. I like that because be, I've got be some kind of fun. ideas for the one book. I don't, I don't want to say yet, but the one book that I mentioned to you yesterday, I'm going to be real vague, people, um, but it's a lot of fun, and I've been working on ideas that... I need you to um, take over. <laughs> I got about halfway and I said, well, how did I only get halfway? Oh, because I don't have Lisa working on it with me right now. Yeah. That's why. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another week or two, I'll be out of this um, grading yeah, um, so, black hole. <laughs> yeah. They'll keep, I, I keep making notes. and, um, and But I, I like that idea. I like that idea of the dialogue starter. Um, and I, I, think, I think we'll just, we'll try something maybe even, and you know, that might be fun to have um, a couple different dialogue starters for, for something in the round, you know, mm. where we go through and maybe get, because you, you can do it with three people and there's five of us. So, you know, if you do it with five of us, one person starts, the next person picks up the story and they roll the dice to find out what they need to add to it. And, uh, you know, a line or two here and there. And um, just to kind of jumpstart 
uh, ideas. Um, you never know where ideas are going to come from. You know, I, I wrote my first screenplay when I was sitting on the couch uh, watching TV with the dogs and that show Roswell from, this is years ago, so that first version of that show Roswell with um, the girl from Grey's Anatomy who, Catherine Heigl, she was in it. Mm. So <clears throat> she was like a teenager at the time. So I'm watching the show and this girl gets shot and I have just turned the channel on. I've never seen, never seen the show before. And this girl gets shot and this guy leans over and puts his hand over her stomach and the bullet comes out and she's magically healed. And I looked at the dog and I said, just because someone's from another planet doesn't mean they have superpowers. It's the stupidest thing I ever heard. Then I went, hang on. And I went in the other room and I wrote my first <laughs> screenplay about a guy who, uh, a woman who goes to the park and finds an alien in the park and brings him home and the government's chasing because I think he has superpowers. You never know whether he has superpowers or not, but she's sure he did, does. And there's a scene where she says, um, she won't start the car. So I want you to start the car. And the actress was so good. And he's like, just because I'm from, I'm from another planet doesn't mean I have powers. If you had, if you came to my planet, would you have powers? And she goes, no, I'm from earth. And <laughs> It wasn't that she was stupid, that she was just sweet and naive, and the actress was Mia, Mia Manning. She, Mia Frost, Mia Manning, I forget which name she goes by now. Amazing, amazing actress. But anyway, so I see that Janine might be done and ready to read. I am. Oh, Yay. awesome. You have the floor. <laughs> okay. So my prompts were retail store clerk, uh, a crib, and to unclog a stopped-up sink. I rocked the crib one more time. The world had been locked down. Total silence greeted me. The window had been left open a crack, but even the road outside, normally so busy, had fallen silent. Now everything had quietened down and I could get back to the task in hand. Unable to phone the plumber, who remained in social isolation in his own home, I'd taken it upon myself to attend to my blocked up bath myself. Armed with a screwdriver and a plunger, I approached the tub and, and yanked out the plug. The water remained in place, lukewarm, horribly stagnant. I ran the plunger into place, but it, I had no joy clearing. John, I called my husband. He trudged upstairs. Look, I really can't block, unblock this, I said, irritated that I even had to try. Being at home when I should have been in the shop frustrated me. Oh, I'll do it, he said. I sighed and headed downstairs to put the kettle on. The sounds of clanking and gurgling followed me. I stood by the sink, looking up at the ceiling, hearing an odd burbling, and then a huge pop marched to the foot of the stairs. What are you doing? I called. I think I've done it, he answered. So I skipped back upstairs to examine his handiwork. There was a gruesome ring around the bath itself, but at least it was empty of water. Brilliant. I headed back to the bedroom to check on the baby, but she'd gone. Where's Doris? I asked and turned back to my husband in the hall. Where's Doris? His eyes had turned oddly vague, and he lifted the screwdriver. I threw her out with the bathwater. 
<laughs> there was a bit of a touch of horror there, a little bit of a tinge of horror. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god, yeah, I worried about the baby when you didn't know where she was. <laughs> oh, okay. Is is Joan ready now? Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That was I'm, great, Jeannie. <laughs> that was awesome. Mine was a captain, the mall, ear piercing, kiosk girl, and developing film in a dark room. Henry Acadia drove his lobster boat at high speed over crashing waves with a mix of excitement and worry. What he pulled up in his trap was gruesome, but he wasn't quite sure what to do, what part of it meant. He glanced down at the object he laid at his feet. The bluish hand wasn't attached to a body, and it was gripping a plastic case as if for dear life. Inside it, he could see a roll of 35 millimeter film, which means the owner of the hand might have died a long time before. The film might be a clue, so he needed to have it developed. As the boat bumped into the dock at Friendship Cove, he made quick work of tying it up stashed the hand into a plastic bag and rushed across the parking lot to a camera shop in the little tiny mall. He pushed open the door, startling a young, I'm having trouble reading my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> he pushed open the door, startling a young girl with multiple piercings and said, hey Lisa, have got a bit of a problem. He opened the bag and eased out the contents. Lisa's eyes widened and she gasped, what on earth is that? It's a human hand. God, I know that. What's that thing in the case? <laughs> you millennials are something else. Ain't never seen film? Huh, heard about that from my gram. Cool to see one in person. Does it use an app? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's really good. Boy, everybody's got a little bit of horror today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, miss, but I mean, they've really embraced the mystery um, genre, too. I mean, I, I, I was going to ask you guys, did you, was that in, in your head as, as you went into it, knowing that we had taken these from the, the mystery book? Or did it just kind of go, like, do you know? Mine was sheer you... panic. Sheer panic. <laughs> <laughs> but I think because somebody had somebody had mentioned horror, that was in my head as well. Okay. So I was like, I can get away with this. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah, good. I had only two books in my office, and one was mystery, and one was horror. I don't know where the other ones are. <laughs> They're floating around the house somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, in my case, it was like grasping for straws. Like, what would a lobster boat have to? Have? How would he find film? <laughs> Good. Yeah, I really like that. I like that he pulled it up out of the lobster trap. And now I want to know, how did the hand end up in the lobster trap? And right. what was on the film? I mean, it's the biggest part. So now you have a whole novel to write. That's because right. we need to know what was on the film and why his hand was cut off. And was it cut off? Was it bitten off by something? I mean, there's all kinds of... There's, yeah. Right. So... Yeah, so um, I'll just share. I went to uh, a writing conference and uh, Elizabeth Sims was there and she's written fiction and some craft books and she's been a longtime contributor to Writer's Digest. And, you know, she just gave us this little tidbit that I just can't get out of my head. And 
it's we're as writers we're 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 very in tune with the the concept of what if you know well what if a lobster boatman found a a hand right um but she said to take it that next step and to then go with the phrase yes and so what if he finds a, a a hand yes and what if it has film inside yes and what if he has to take that to someone to find out what's on it yes and what if the person he takes it to does not have any idea what film is yes and so it's that you can keep that rolling instead of any kind of stops and saying this is implausible so um maybe that will will help you guys is to just kind of keep that yes and phraseology going yeah well, yeah definitely definitely are you ready misha i think so okay. Go for it. um i'm very new to writing so uh, this is an exciting opportunity i love your podcast so it's oh, fun thank to you. participate. thank you thank you <sighs> okay so um oh right okay well i kind of implied but anyways whatever okay the suburb was desolate no cars on the road no kids in the park not even a bird chirping in the nearby oak tree I had decided to go to the grocery store to get the Miracle Hair Dissolving Drano so I could finally unclog my sink. As I drove down Corona Street, I felt my heart beating. Okay, I'll read my writing. <laughs> I felt my heart beating a slow and methodical thump, thump, thump. I was driving about 25 minutes when I realized I'd completely missed the store. I was distracted again by the monotone vibration of my heart thumping. But if I'm going to be honest, I was also thinking about Serenity, the stunning, articulate, daredevil masterpiece of a woman who pierced my ears last month at the mall. I haven't stopped thinking of her. She had eyes that literally grabbed my soul, and it has been twisting it inside and out ever since. Her voice captured me. Her cheeks shimmered in the fluorescent light of that kiosk. Her gentle pressure as she pierced my left ear sent an electrical pulse down to my core. At that moment, we both looked at each other and I felt frozen in time. Honk, honk. Oh, damn, I forgot I was driving again. That's fantastic. (laughs) Oh, I loved it. Um, I forgot about mentioning I was a survivalist, but I figured if I was fixing my sink, I was probably a survivalist. Yeah. As a survivalist that I am, I decided to go fix my sink or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. We have um, eight and a half minutes left. Um, I'm just, I'm so impressed with everything everybody wrote today. Um, uh, Writing on the fly is just something I don't do very often. Uh, I'm not a short story writer. Lisa is. Lisa's always writing short stories. I'm always impressed. I've, I I normally just don't, I mean, I, I love the prompts and things, but I just usually don't share with anybody. (laughs) Here I am making everybody (laughs) share with me. And um, I've done that. I've done recently, I'd only done one and, and um, I think it was my Christmas short and I just had so much fun with it. So I think I really need to um, I might play next time because I, I want to start writing some short stories for my um, my newsletter. I think that my readers would really like that because I'm so slow writing the actual books. Um, <laughs> but really quickly, if anybody has books of their own books out that they would like anybody to know where they can find their books, um, let's start with you, uh, Joan. 
Um, sure. Um, actually, I have, this is, <laughs> that's the latest one. It's called Main Roots Run Deep. Uh, I have a series of three YA mysteries about a teen E.T. E. Madigan. Uh, the first is set in Italy, um, called Upheavals at Kuma. The second one is set in Germany. Um, it's called White Flutters of Munich. And this one is set in uh, Western Maine. And uh, they're, all, they're all mysteries about a, a girl who has um, dreams about the past, and they offer clues to um, solving them. Oh, wow. Very cool, very cool. How very can people cool. find you? Oh, um, I'm on Amazon. Uh, my, my website is joanwrightmillards.com. Okay, and then I'll have that in the show notes. If, um, it's, it's, I'm sure it's spelled just like it sounds, but I'll have it in the show notes. Okay, okay. Jeannie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we spoke last week. So I've got my yeah. Spellbound trilogy, uh, which is out. And also um, the last time we spoke, The Wonkiest Witch had been free for a little while. So it's been doing really, really well in Canada, amazingly, where uh, I think all, all eight books have been in the top 20, which nice. is pretty much nice i uh, i'm thrilled so uh spellbound hound wonky witch if you're into paranormal cozy or if you want to read something a little bit um more horrific i've got a couple of horror books out too you can find them on amazon um okay. or find me on facebook fantastic and i'll have links for Jeannie's books in the show notes and misha you said you're new to writing do you have anything yeah, out yet I don't have anything out yet, but I am currently writing a book for teachers and a book for families. So, Do you have a website that people can find you? I have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. And so currently I have actually a Facebook group for women for celebrating authentic and wholehearted joy. And you can actually look on Facebook to find that if you're a woman or woman identified. Um, it's authentic and wholehearted joy is the group name. Or you can find me at um, Facebook and it's uh, forward slash uh, prolific wisdom. Oh, fantastic. And um, we'll have all that in the show notes. So uh, if anybody, um, well, you're not driving your car probably, but uh, if you're, uh, if you're not, if you're trying to write quickly, don't worry about it. All those links will be in the show notes. I want to thank everybody for coming on today. I am so impressed with everything that I heard today. It's just, and, and I love it. Love these are it. first drafts, people. If you are listening, these are first drafts. If you're not seeing the video, they were, we could see, I could see Jean, I'm sorry, um, Joan, Joan, I'm sorry. I'm terrible with names and I've done pretty good today. I could see Joan's page. I mean, and she's twisting the book as she's writing because she was scribbling all over the page. And this is the first draft. And these all felt like a lot more than first drafts. Like there was a lot more work into all of them. And yeah. they were, I was just really impressed. What I, what I was really impressed with too, is that I really got a feel for these characters in just those few minutes. I mean, I could, I could see them, I could hear them. Um, the dialogue that, that Jeannie pulled in um, and you as well, Joan. And then for you, Misha, what I really enjoyed was the, um, the onomatopoeia that, you know, the thumping and the, the honking and, you know, that there were just things for, from each of them that really, really drew me in. And, um, uh, you know, I agree. They, these were, were super, super fleshed out already for just, just that. And, you know, and that just goes to show you what kind of um, that uninhibited writing can do. It's like we get in our own way when we stop and really start thinking and pontificating and, and worrying over which word is there and, and not. And, and if we can just let it free, 
um, we're going to come up with some amazing things. So can I just say your tool, your book, this idea is phenomenal. I am so excited. And I really literally want to share it with a lot of my friends who are writers because that's exactly how I felt was totally uninhibited, especially having watched previous podcasts. Like I just have to put my pen down and start writing and I don't have to worry about whether you're going to like it or not, because it's just about following these prompts. Let me just do what the prompts say. It was cool. Thank you. Thank you. Well, if your, if your group wants to come on and do a show, uh, we can we can shoot one with um with your writing group and any of you if you have writing if you have a writing group out there and you want to play along we do these a couple times a month so uh just just shoot me an email or uh or uh, follow the link in the show notes and let me know and uh we're pretty much out of time now i want to thank everybody for coming in today and this was just this was, was so much fun i had such a good time with this and um thank you thank great you. distraction yeah. great yeah. distraction <laughs> yeah, it really was. Everybody get to writing and um, we will catch back up with all of you later. All right. Thank you very much. Thank nice you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you all. Thank you so much, ladies. I, like I said in the opening, I was super impressed. And Lisa was too. We were super impressed with everything that I heard today. Uh, it's just, it's really hard to write on the fly. And I am one of those authors that sits and works on the same thing over and over and over and over again. And it's just not wise to do. And like I said, during the show, you will find links to the books and to each of these authors. And Misha is a starting out author, but she has a couple of Facebook groups for authors. So I recommend you go to Facebook and check either of those out. And um, if you want to play along, I will include in the show notes, the complete set of prompt prompts. <laughs> the prompt set. So uh, it is a, what was it? A character, um, an object, if you, oh, a character, if you roll the dice and if you have even or odd tells you whether you're alone or you have a, uh, a friend with you and you get to roll again for another character. If you don't have a character, a friend with you, then you get an object and then you get also get a scenario. So uh, drop down to the show notes, roll your dice, try out this prompt. And uh, if you want to share anything, just go ahead and um, share uh, part of or all of what you wrote uh, in a reply. And if you're on the podcast, you will find the link at the, I used to say at the top, but sometimes they're at the bottom. The show notes are very short uh, for the podcast and for the, the uh, video portion. So just drop down to the show notes, find that link on the podcast, because if you don't put it at that link, I will not see it because the podcast is tons of places and I've had people uh, comment and then uh, tell me later, you didn't mention my comment or, or you didn't reply. I didn't see it. So if you don't click on that link on the podcast, I will not see it. Uh, and with YouTube, you know what to do. And if you are a writing group and you would like to come on and play, uh, it's just, it works best with only three writers. So if you just pick three, three of you, uh, just let me know. And um, I will schedule a show with you guys. So uh, I hope you had fun today. We had a blast. And uh, I think the next time we do this, I'm going to go ahead and let Lisa run the show. And um, I may I may write during the show, or write something, or take like 15-20 minutes before we start and write my prompt and read it. So I can play too, because I want to write some short stories for my uh, series, The June Nash Misadventures. 
And uh, I think I should use the prompt books, the mystery prompt book, especially because June solves mysteries. Well, she doesn't mean to solve them. They just kind of get solved around her. And so it might be fun to try some prompts uh, for my newsletter. So if you're one of the newsletter listeners, um, that would be fun. Hopefully I can get my act together and do that. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here because uh, my office is always super hot and I'm always complaining about that. I have got to get a new fan. My old fan tipped over and broke. So I'm dying in here. As you can see, if you're in the video, my hair is incredibly frizzy. And um, I was finally able to find some uh, the defrizz uh, deep conditioning packets at the store. I don't know why people were hoarding those, <laughs> but they were because it took me about a month to find any. And normally they're there every time I shop. So um, stop hoarding anti-frizz hair mask. Okay, enough about my hair. If you have comments, like I said, click on the link in the show notes. We are also on Instagram, uh, books underscore cubed. And leave a comment there or let me know if you and a couple of friends are interested in coming on to try this uh, the next time we do it. We try to do it at least once a month. And uh, that's it for now. Uh, I will be back next week with a great show from my friend Guy, who is a, uh, he's an author, he is a playwright, he's a screenwriter, and he's an acting coach. So I'm very excited to have him on the show next week. We had a great chat and I can't wait to bring you that. That's next week. So in the meantime, I'll read a good book.